and welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beanstalk. Oh, goodness. JP, Beans. And we have one more. Who do we have here? Who is this? Uh, well, would you like to introduce yourself? Go for it. No, just, introduce him. Yeah, introduce yeah, him. Yeah. It's Thor himself. Yeah. <laughs> Not Thor. It really is. Uh, Saul is my name, yep. Yeah. <laughs> love having Saul. He's bringing a good energy in the gym. Say, Here love, we are. Love the enthusiasm. <laughs> That's great. But what a highlight this is already. Oh, yeah. it's going to be a good one. Let's wrap it right now. Gents 30 and ladies. In. We're good. All 13 of you because 14's right here. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. What a special guest star. That's great. Yes. Might as well have Odinson himself <laughs> tossing goblets of mead saying another. Uh, I'm not 21 yet, so. <laughs> wink, Orange juice then. Wink, right. wink, Orange wink. juice. Dude, you know how bad I've wanted to do that, by the way? Like, I've wanted to just have like a huge pint glass of beer down it. Within like a minute, because you know, establishes my manhood right sure. off the bat, and then to just throw it down like that. What's stopping you? I mean, you're not in Asgard, so that's a tough, um, tough mo- piece. money. Sure. <laughs> also, I, if I got a pint glass, yeah, of my own, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to break it either. Oh, you know what, what I mean? about a mason jar filled with water? It wouldn't have the same oomph to it, you know. Okay. Also, okay. I can't chug worth a crap that's okay that's okay can't chug enjoy savor savor no need to rush <laughs> yeah it, d- it didn't work out in college <laughs> no it's okay speaking of not rushing on a non-comic book related uh note my orioles they're gonna get above 500 tonight they're currently beating the freaking cubs firmly at 500 they're gonna get one game above 500 that's gonna be the first time that's happened since 2017 this is a big deal in my life i was gonna ask i was like when was the last time that this happened see part of the discussion we're gonna have in regards to the thor movie that we've all seen some of us multiple times is expectations (laughs) right and here's the beauty of low expectations your favorite team isn't very good but all of a sudden they start sneaking into that not bad category and your heart just warms. That's where I am right now. I'm in that sweet spot of every game my Orioles win, it's it's gravy. Like I think they've just been so bad for so long. I'm I'm loving it. But I got my O's baseball mug here. Like allegedly this was made out of a baseball bat. I don't think that's actually the case, but it looks like it was. So pretty it, glorious. It was. Let's just say that it was. It was. Let's just say that it was. You know what? We could test it. <laughs> get a ball yeah <laughs> get a ball you gotta cork the bat see right. what happens see what happens yeah so so it's great it's really great let's let's do this as the little as a little segue side topic all I right these. just in honor of our guy saul who's guest starring with us if you could hang out with one celebrity just for a day just just the two of you it's not like you're not getting swarmed over with paparazzi. Like somehow you've hit the perfect spot where, let's say you're at the you're at the same ski resort, right? You bump into each other and you appropriately and calmly introduce yourself, right? You don't lose your mind. You have your stuff together. You're like, hey, Robert Downey Jr. Wow, that's great to see you. Huge fan, huge fan, and he's just amicable and really open. He's like, thank you, thank you. Who who are you? Right? You strike up a conversation. You have a day together who would you spend that day with who quick, would that be quick question yep setting up parameters here okay is this it's important um, set up the rules is this like a bro thing or is this like you know it, it could turn into a this date? is not romantic okay then no, no. not okay. a date i want good to question. establish that good question 
This is pla- this is this right. is platonic. Because otherwise, yep. people would have already known my answer. This is platonic. My answer changes depending on that. Yep. So. Your answer is Selena Gomez. <laughs> oh, hundred yep. percent. Yeah. No, this is platonic. Good question. Good question. That's a different different question, different category. So, Riles, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who would it be? See, it's a toss-up. It really is a toss-up between two. But one of them I, is Ryan Reynolds. One of them is Ryan Reynolds. I'm Who's gonna, the other one? I thought it was Ryan going away. You know, and I'm going to have to say it. I, it's going to be Andy Samberg, I think. That is a great choice. Mm. Okay. I think Andy Samberg and I, I'm just going to pitch this to Andy right now. I think we'd be great <laughs> friends. I think we're very, I bet we're very similar people. So, yeah, it'd be Andy Samberg. I feel like we have the same sense of humor. That's outstanding. That's a really good pick. I'd want to hang out with you, Jackman. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Just to hear his accent all the time. What a delight that would be. I have just a bunch of Midwestern accents in my life, including my own. I'd like a little variety. And just to be around a, a seasoned individual, as yoked as he is, just mm-hmm. to hear his tales of hoisting weights. Incredible. I didn't Incredible. even know he had an accent that wasn't like an American accent until like right? l- last year. Right? It's flawless. Year. Yeah. It's flawless. It's nuts. Yeah. That'd be my choice. Saul, who would you pick? Put you on the spot. You're, you're not locked into this. You, you've got say, flexibility. Okay. The rules are so loose here. I would say if there's two answers, one is The Rock. I mean, it's, uh, it's The Rock. Like, you got to like... Yes. Dude, The Rock on a yes. cheat day? Oh, my God. You get him on a cheat I could day? keep up. I think I could keep up. <laughs> Uh, and then the other one, which I'm kind of leaning more towards, just because I think The Rock's kind of calculated sometimes. Like you kind of see him, you're like, eh, I don't know if he's being entirely himself fair. right That's now. That's fair. Yep, but he can turn it on and off. Yeah, yep. Jason Momoa is 100 yep. himself all the time. That dude's a party animal. He is That's a party sure. animal, and I think I would enjoy his presence, and I, I'd, I'd like to think he would enjoy mine. Yep. <laughs> That's a great answer. So Momoa, part of his life was spent. Wasn't it in Norwalk, Iowa? Yeah, he's an right? Iowa guy. Right. Yeah. And then Brandon Ruth. Right. So my, my aunt and uncle loved to throw that around because there was a time where they, they lived in, uh, in that area, and they were both in public education. And so I think, if I recall correctly, they've at least claimed that uh, they had interactions with those two in the public school that's system. Um, so that's there you go. Hey. Uncle Max, Aunt Kelly, there's your claim to fame. I'm giving it to you. It's been endorsed. <laughs> Just wait until like I become the next Human Torch, and then you can say you umped the Human Torch. There you go. Or ref right. the Human Torch. Yes. Right, officiated some, told, something. Told yeah. him to calm down one time. Call the foul on the Human too. Torch. Right, yeah. said chill. Like, cool it. Cool it. going too hard. <laughs> Take the flames down. <laughs> yeah. Flame down, bro. Flame down. Yeah, that's great. Okay, great answers. Well, we got some great topics for today. We've got a Thor movie to discuss. Good, beefy discussion coming up, much like Hemsworth is beefy. Oh Bless him. Absolute beefcake. Outstanding. Uh, along those lines, I saw Bale, Christian Bale, said that he didn't even bother like working out before the movie because he's like, have you seen Chris Hemsworth? He's like, there's no point. Right, <laughs> there's no right. point in putting forth the effort. I'm just going to show up. I'm like, you know what? That's fair. I, I get that. Was it him flipping tires? There's some video I can't remember if it was him or Pratt, but one of them was just flipping tires. Like Hemsworth, nothing. you mean? I think. Yeah, I think. It was yeah, Hemsworth. it could have been either one of those. I guys. think it was. I remember yeah. seeing flipping that. tires. Yeah. Is like that. Look, he makes it look so easy. That was like a, it was like a tractor tire. It's ridiculous. It's a big one. It's ridiculous. So we'll hit a lot of Thor, all kinds of Thor content, and we'll hit a little uh, little top five list action towards the end. We're going to discuss our top five 
characters, the portrayals that we've seen so far that we believe individually, hey, they can't be topped. So that'll be a fun topic to hit. And we'll just see where the winds take us. But uh, I think it's time to chat some Thor. So right out of the gate, Saul, you've seen it thrice times. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Twice pre-planned, a third time kind of just happened, right? Yeah. It just oh, did. for sure, yeah. Way to go. Way to just lean into it. Proud That's of you. That's great, yeah. Yeah. Riles, you, uh, you saw it in Florida. Yes, I did. Yep. I saw it in Iowa just the one time. So a wide variety of both quantities and locales. Um, but I think the Florida screening was probably the same as the Iowa screening. It wasn't much different. I actually yeah. did not have a reclining chair. Oh, I've been no. Spoiled. I've been spoiled. And my dad lied to me because he said they did have reclining chairs. Darren. So I'll remember that, Dad. <laughs> Never going back to Florida. I should have called, <laughs> hey, called you yesterday on your birthday. Dude, quick side note Yesterday as well. was Darren's birthday? It was Darren's birthday Happy yesterday. Happy birthday, man. Dad. Yeah. I know you don't listen to this, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I. this is honestly one of the top three reasons I will never move to Florida. Their grass is bad. It sure. is bad. It is like sponge. Sandy. It's gross. Yeah. I don't like it. Top soil is not great. It's not this kind of grass. No. You can't beat Iowa grass. All right, I'm done. Now. Okay. Florida grass. I had to point that Can't out. hold up. All right. So, real general, and then we'll get into the deep dive topics. What'd you think, guys? Where are you at? Go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like I'm still like undecided. Undecided. You know, like I'm in that, it's like, yep. yeah, that was a good movie, but my expectations of it were unreachable to go into. Yes. And so like my disappointments are like, I don't know if these should actually be disappointments, but they are to me. Yes. They really are. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Riles? So originally, if you watched my review, thank you, um, but I said it was a seven. And I'm going to course correct, and I'm going to bring it back to a six. Woo. Because, yeah. Coming back. Um, Coming I just, back. Because I was thinking about Ragnarok. And sure. I was like, Ragnarok was like the perfect mix of fun, and like it got serious sometimes. He lost an eye. Like Things happened in that movie, you know? And this one, it was just, there was no seriousness mm-hmm. whatsoever in this movie. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to watch a joke movie, I'd, I'd watch, like, Ant-Man. Because Ant-Man jokes throughout the sure. entire thing. And, and it's to be expected. And it works yep. for Ant-Man, not for Thor. All right? This is just... And then... I love Christian Bale so much. And he did so good. And he will never get the credit he deserves because this movie did not take itself seriously. And that's a shame to me. So, so that's where you're at. You're at the right, six. And it's just... Yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't think I want Taika Waititi directing the next one. I'm at that point, mm. which... Strong words. We'll come back to that. And that's nothing against Maybe Taika. Maybe start a petition. I just, I just think Taika needs something different. I think yeah. he'd do better with the Guardians. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably in a most similar place to you, Saul, as far as... Uh, it was good. Like, it, it, was not, it was not a bad movie. Like, I've, I've seen, and even recently, hashtag Morbius, some, I've seen bad movies, right? It's morbid time. Yeah. <laughs> And this wasn't that. Um, it didn't. I had expectations, certainly, coming into it. Um, and I think part of what I'm struggling with and trying to process is I fell into the classic trap of, like, you've read the book, right? And then you go see the movie the book is based on. And in my mind, I was so fixated on 
seeing very specific tones and aspects of characters from the book that when I didn't get that in the movie, I was disappointed. And I think that was just not the best way to approach the movie from a just from a viewer perspective. So I need to see it again, and I think I'll enjoy it more. At the same time, I don't think I don't think I'm wrong with my qualms or nits that I'm choosing to pick. Like you said, Riley, it it just got it felt imbalanced. It felt so much like a movie that wanted to be a comedy first, and oh, it it happens to have Thor in it. Um, so it was not as it just was not as cohesive as Ragnarok. And even for me, like there were times where Ragnarok got a little too goofy. Um, but I still enjoyed it very much overall. And to those that say, hey, Ragnarok's one of my like top two or three Marvel movies, I'm not gonna argue with that person. It's like fair enough. Yeah. That's that's your cup of tea. It's a good choice. It's a really good choice. This movie just didn't and maybe maybe the expectations were just higher because Ragnarok was so objectively good. This just didn't hit that uh, hit that level. So it was enjoyable. It had its moments, but yeah, overall, I feel like I'm still left kind of kind of wanting. Well, some of that's me. Some of that's our guy Taika. It also feels like it hit the wrong era. Like I watched that movie and I was like, this feels like something that should have been from the '70s or '80s because it's just got some campy vibes and just the way that it was shot. And and don't get me wrong, the music choices were actually really good. Right. I enjoyed right. the soundtrack, but like yeah. at the same time, it's like this definitely. Just, I don't think it fits the era, and I, like, I don't know. It feels like a campy Thor movie that you could have seen, yeah, in the eighties. Yep. So let's let's stay on the good side, right? Let's bring the good news first. Mm-hmm. What did we really enjoy from this? What did you come away from really feeling good about or enjoying in general? Because I think there are some genuine, tangible positives to draw from draw from this movie. And I'll start. Like, I really enjoyed Russell Crowe as Zeus. That was hilarious. For as much as I'm ragging on the imbalance of humor, slightly chubby Russell as Zeus, man, I love it. And Russell's like my guy. Like, he's been in so many movies that I grew up with enjoying. Maybe it's not appropriate to say a person grew up with Gladiator. That raises questions. (laughs) Uh, But when I was of age to watch an R-rated movie, my goodness, what a what an absolute badass. He's so great in that movie, and he has other roles that I've enjoyed him in. Uh, Cinderella Man, where he plays Jim Braddock, the boxer, so dang good. That's on my top 30. I would say, I feel like I remember yeah. hearing that. Yeah. yeah, he's just, he's a killer. He's so, he's so good. And so to see him, like, <laughs> he's not to the point of fat Thor. Like, he's not that beefy or that chunky. But he was he was a hoot just to see and how he portrayed the character of Zeus. I thought that was perfect for what they were going for. So I really enjoyed yeah. that. I got a kick out of that. Yeah. Fat Russell was great. What do you say? He's like, chill out, baby cake or something like that. <laughs> 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 yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that you was know, great. Honestly, the character choices, like just casting wise in general throughout the entire movie. You bet. Brilliant. Like, that was not the issue with this movie at all. Like, no, nobody was poorly cast. or right. Across the board, it was good. Yes. Everybody did really well with their characters. Yep. Like, I loved Jane Foster, Natalie Portman, great. I thought she did good. Yep. Uh, she kept that nerdy scientist in her, which was great. Sure. Um, sure. You know. Which I, is kind of tough to pull off because it's been a while since we've right. seen her in anything. 
I mean, I know she's in Endgame a little bit, but not in a real memorable way. More of a reused, correct? Too. More yeah. of reused footage. So this yeah. is her first crack at the character of Jane Foster since what the Dark World, right? Because she didn't right. show up in For anything like years, since then. Yeah. That's a, that's a while. Yeah. And then uh, obviously the goats were the best mm. thing ever. <laughs> I stand by that. Those those two were literally and like metaphorically the goats of that entire movie. Ten out of ten. Tooth Nasher, Tooth Grinder could come back any day of the week. Great I will names not for be ghosts. Upset. Great names I for will ghosts. Not be upset. And yeah. they came in right away and they established their dominance within the first thirty seconds. And I was like, Yeah, this is good. So yeah, character I think that's the most positive thing I can say about this movie is character wise and casting wise, I was mm-hmm. pleased ten out of ten. Back to talking about your guy Russell Crowe, I thought oh. he did a great job at being an arrogant, like he's perfect. He's a beautifully arrogant Zeus, which Zeus is an arrogant ass, anyways, and everything perfect. that he's in. So yeah, it just worked out really well in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. What was something you enjoyed, Saul? Uh, a couple things that first came to mind: the goats. Goats. It was, it was like bet. one of those things where it's like you ever seen like Family Guy when they're like they take a joke almost too far, yes. and then it goes like goes too far and yes. then the more it goes the funnier it gets like that's what the goats were for me because there was a time where i was like ah, i don't know anymore and then they ran into like the the shadow realm and it was just you didn't expect it and it was amazing um and then gore was oh. unreal and i thought i liked the horror vibes that they kind of brought in it was kind of similar to that like multiverse of madness agreed where he was coming out of the shadows the necrosword like it was just it was sweet and i thought he did really well um, and they made him look really creepy, which which was a it the almost, teeth were awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Was nuts, right? It almost balanced out like the overly comedic factors that mm-hmm. were brought in the movie. It's like okay, well now we have a really strong villain that's kind of attempting to balance it out. So. Yes, yeah, he was dark enough to bring to bring some levity to those situations, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Because everybody else was so so goofy, but oh. yeah, they they crushed his look, mm-hmm. wouldn't you think? I still want the tentacles. I still okay. want. I still okay. want more of a comic. Honestly, can you imagine he, him being in there and then his tentacles are just like, you know, floating around a just little bit? I think it would have just added to the creepy grossness that he was. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't have been bad. No, it would have been. I, I liked what we got. I was. I was pretty pleased with what we got. It was. It yeah. was good. It, I'm just, it could have been great. I feel like the CGI would have almost been like too much though, to a point. Like I feel mm-hmm. like already the movie had a lot of like CGI, like green screen stuff, and it's like. Yep. Some yep. of that didn't look amazing, in my opinion. And I think the, the tentacles could have written the line of like, ah, they need more time. Is this an octopus or is this a bad R- guy? Right, like, what exactly. do we got here? Then you're working Squid Man. Like hey. Pirates of the Caribbean, too. Similar. <laughs> yeah. They could have made that work, though, because it worked in Pirates. <laughs> I will stand by it. And his, he only has like two, and they're really long. That's fair. No. I'm just a sucker for the comic accuracy. No. We had all comic accurate looks in, in the phase four, and that was the one we didn't get comic accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I, I agree. I thought the vibe of Gore was fantastic. That that horror aspect where he's just transforming the shadows into his shadow minions. It's yep. like, that's fantastic. That's Nuts. really, really great. Yeah. So that was really inventive. I really enjoyed, speaking of inventive, and this is something that wasn't from the comics at all, so kudos to our guy Taika. When Jane is wielding Mjolnir and the pieces of Mjolnir, right, split mm-hmm. and are able to independently just wreak havoc and do some damage and then 
reunify. Yeah. That was great. That was a really cool, I thought, uh, aspect of Mjolnir kind of repiecing itself together that was unexpected that I enjoyed. That was cool. I'll yeah. give it that. Dude, the opening scene, by the way, with Thor and the Guardians, yeah. that was terrific. That was good. That was terrific. Like, I still don't know what the flip they were fighting. Like, it, it was like a cross between a chicken... Ewok, maybe? It's like a Muppet. Like a puppet. Um, like right, a right. That, like. That's exactly right. Yeah. Straight out of the Muppets. That was incredible. Mm. Incredible. And, and it was like Mad Max-esque. Somehow yeah. they sprinkled that in there. That was tremendous. I, I, the, my favorite part of that whole thing is Star-Lord, like, quoting him quote for yeah. quote <laughs> on his speech. And he's like, <laughs> into it because yeah. like they act like they hate each other that entire time but he's over there quoting him mm-hmm. word for word he's like Thor we need you and then we have that whole thing uh, it's like secretly jealous of right. Thor like. <laughs> I, I tell you what I didn't expect this but I wanted more of the Guardians like the little mm-hmm. bit we got I thought I was going to be very much okay thank goodness they're out of the picture but I could have I could have enjoyed more of them, especially if they had swept in at the end. Like if they had yeah. tied them back in, that was a great dynamic with I, with I, all of them in Thor. Because they're clearly like all just like very annoyed with Thor, right? 100%. Like, good grief, this guy, yeah. like just incredible. The loser of the group, yeah. <laughs> the zero, yeah. <laughs> the zero. I would have taken that over the ending we got. So <laughs> that would been, you know what? That would have been ten times more feasible. Than what we got. Mm-hmm. So, we're taking it in a yeah. heartbeat. Yeah. That was that was great. That action sequence was outstanding. Um, I, I still love... Okay, did you guys catch how they brought Daryl from those little yeah, YouTube videos into the yeah. mix? He's the tour guide in New Asgard. Yeah. Thor's roommate, Daryl. Did you catch that, Riley? I am relearning about these whole Thor shorts. Oh, so. man. Look them up on YouTube. They're fantastic. I've seen one I, of them Did they both before. come out like before Civil War? Or was one pre and one post Civil War? I think one was pre and one was post. Cause I think it was like an effort to explain, yes. like, this is what Thor is doing. Right, where is Thor while here. all the other Avengers are like fighting each other? Right. Why don't they have Thor on their team? Yep. Yeah. 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 And it didn't, it, what's funny about that is it didn't really make sense. Like it did not mesh no. at all because Bruce Banner is in one of them. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. He, <laughs> he just jetted off, you know, away in the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah. And yet now he's getting coffee with Thor. They're like on the phone call <laughs> with like yeah. Iron Man. Right. Like, like, send a raven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man's like, yeah, he's like, I've asked him so many times. And Thor's like, I never got any call or anything. <laughs> Electronic mail? No, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> that was, so that was great. I love them tying Daryl into it. Mm. Having Matt Damon back as Loki, like the dude who's playing yeah. Loki in New Asgard was tremendous. One of the Hemsworth brothers as Luke, Luke Hemsworth, yeah. He's just absolutely perfect. And then Melissa McCarthy is That was hella. such a weird addition. <laughs> was absolute, was, was absolute gold. Yeah. And then I love that they do this. Like, her husband ends up in every movie that she's in. He's like the stage director. Oh, so he, really? He's in it. He's freaking it in so it. I don't funny. think he has a single line, but you can see him off to the side. And, you know, Lindsay and I, so when you're married, you have to watch Melissa McCarthy movies, which is a great problem to have, by the way. Yeah. They're actually fantastic. And so I, I know how to look for her husband now. And so when I saw him, I was like, 
Vince. There he is. There's the guy. It was great. It was great. So that was like really well done, really Mm -hmm. well fleshed out. I did like what they showed us of new Asgard, how it's kind of like rebuilding and growing. And like, you know, this is a weird phrase because we don't use it, but like repopulating, right? Like Mm -hmm. people are having Asgardian babies, right? And they're growing up into into kids. Um, That was cool. That was fun to see new Asgard in kind of the, it's growing it's stage. a tourist attraction. Yeah. yeah. Like, what was it, Infinity Cones or whatever? Yes. <laughs> How are you already oh going to make a joke about this? Oh my this? gosh. This thing ruined half right. the population. Right. And you're making it an ice right. cream shop. And we're already laughing about it as an ice cream right. shop. Yeah. Yeah. Valkyrie was great. I, I kind of wish we had more of Valkyrie. And yeah. listen, I... I personally wasn't bothered, but I also didn't think I was getting beat over the head with the the wokeness of Valkyrie or whatever. It's like I feel like they're trying to hint pretty strongly that uh, that her gate swings a couple different ways. Yeah. Which to me, like, it was more awkward than anything else. It's like when they're fitting in that dialogue with her and the Korg face. It was like. <laughs> What, what is this adding? Like, what what are we even doing here? It was just forced. Re- yes, yeah. very forced. Yeah, very well, that, forced. And it went nowhere. Her Correct. Part, her part went nowhere. I know it yeah. was a real bummer because she was great in Ragnarok, like an outstanding character. So it's like let's flesh her out a little bit more, and just felt like she was in the same spot. And even like the fact that for the last fight, she's like, I'd come, but I'd probably die, and that won't help anyone. It's like this seems like a cop out, right? Like, it just seems like right. everyone in Asgard wants to. Be in Valhalla or whatever, and it's like now <laughs> I'd she's rather just be dead. Like, yeah, I'm gonna. But now she's like, I'm gonna just sit back and watch you. Like total change of character from who she was initially. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That's great. Let's see. I'm trying to think of of other positives. I liked the concept of the shadow realm, like that Gore is at his peak of powers. I thought, okay, that's that's a again different concept, not something that necessarily came from the comics, but I was on board with that. And even yeah. visually, like it was pretty sweet how almost all the color is pulled out of the palette at that point. But you still yeah. have a few things like the Zeus lightning bolt had some color to it. Maybe when Thor activated his uh, his sparkly fingers, right? You uh, see a little blue, yeah. right? Right. Those were some cool some cool things. Um, Gore was great. Like Christian Bale was really outstanding as Gore. I think where we're going to get into the because we're going to segue into the the beefs, right? Yeah. My biggest beef is just like the lack of overall time that we had, and I don't get how that's a thing. Like I don't get how we're thirty or close to thirty movies deep, fourth solo movie for this character, and we're going, man, we've really only got two hours of of good content we can show here. It's like, how are you not consistently putting out two and a half hour long movies with yeah. these with these characters, especially like from an actor's perspective, it's not like Chris Hemsworth has to figure out who Thor is. I know that Thor's having his identity crisis in the movie, but Chris sure seems pretty comfortable in his Thor skin, right? Mm-hmm. And you've got Christian Bale as Gore. Like, let's have some more of that. That's the only thing that was... Or the biggest thing that was so lacking is just the amount of time we got with some of these characters. Like, what? Why are we? Why are we rushing here? I didn't get that. I didn't get that. So with that, let's let's hear the beefs. That that's that's my primary beef. Riles, me, you. Um, can we 
I'm stealing the mic here for a <laughs> second. Um, I'm going to get real in deep. Can we talk about the most confusing ending to a Marvel movie I've ever seen in my entire life? That entire f- final fight was so confusing and so frustrating. First of all, you could have had the Guardians. Guardians already were using their cameo spot to back you up. And st- <laughs> you took Valkyrie out of the fight. Fine. You, you leave female Thor out of the fight for 10 minutes. And then you give kids the powers. Why am I watching a seven-year-old girl fight shadow demons with a bunny? With a bunny <laughs> rabbit? That doesn't make sense to me. That literally makes zero sense. We didn't get, we didn't get our Beta Ray Bill. Mm. We didn't. Which is we we kind of were like like King Thor. We that got was my dark horse pick. We, like we did old Thor. Didn't get a third hammer. Okay, it would have made way more sense if Valkyrie. We should have just had Valkyrie there. Okay, should have just had Valkyrie there. And then I would. I'm going to tell you right now. It would have been a three. It would have been this movie would have been a three. Okay, if they would have fully redeemed Gore, they would have fully redeemed Gore. I would have walked out. <laughs> I was like, don't. I was like, don't do it. I was like, don't you do it. This dude is supposed to be just on a path, and he still semi got redeemed because he brought his daughter back, which fine, all right. But now Thor has a child. He lost Jane, and now has a child who is eternity, essentially, and now those two are fighting wars together. I could have not guessed this ending mm. in a gajillion years. In a gajillion years. I, st- I watched it, and I still can't believe that was the ending. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like how they're leaving the character? Like Thor with the girl? Like Okay, they were implying that he was going to be a dad sure. throughout this entire movie. Sure. So it didn't su- it surprise me that this is how it happened. Because Gore's daughter is... Nothing in the comics, correct? She just stays dead. So in the comics, okay, Gore, part of his origin is he has a, I don't remember if he has a daughter, if he has a son. I want to say he has a son, but he watches like his whole family die. So wife, daughter, or son, whichever one it is. And then once he gets the necro sword powers imbued in his person he recreates like a wife and a son for himself but i don't think i think part of the twisted aspect of it is he's not even fully aware that they are creations of his own like he thinks they're tangible real people he doesn't realize that he made them. It's like an inception. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. yeah it, okay. It's a it's a great part of the story. It's <clears throat> fascinating. <clears throat> um, and so in the comic, like his son, his own created son, ends up like turning against him because Gore is becoming because he thinks that Gore has become compromised. He thinks Gore is becoming too much like a god, right? And Gore's thing is, hey, right. kill all the gods. Yeah. And then Gore's son <clears throat> is like. Pretty sure you're becoming one. I'm against you now. So he like weirdly like carries on his yeah. father's mantle to kill the gods, but now he's seeing his father as a god. It's super bizarre. That's nuts. Super bizarre. So he has kids, but 
since they're not real, none of them, you know, none of them live. None of them have any future at the end of the story. Gore dies, they die. And this kid is overpowered. Oh my. Overpowered. We have no idea what she can do. Way OP. Eternity. Purple the power lasers. of eternity. Purple lasers out of the eyeballs. What apparently. is the power of eternity? I don't know. It's that's what the, even the purple lasers. They didn't even go through the stove. That first of all, like the or the pan. You guys were yep. talking about. Yep. Uh, what's his name in, in the Wolverine or the X Men? Oh, Cyclops. It. Yeah, his yes. is like concussive or whatever. Right. I'm like, she right. doesn't even go through a pan. Like, she's clearly <laughs> not there yet. Like, <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. Do right. something impressive. Right. <laughs> Put some laser beams through the drywall. I think I think that's it for me. I think the ending was just ending was pretty so tough. So bad. Sure, sure. Yeah, I don't know what to make of the ending. I guess um, I'm disappointed that Gore is dead. I think they very easily could have left him alive, and he's such an outstanding character and powerful villain that that's what, that would have been my preference. Like you don't need to kill the guy, right? You can throw millions of bucks at Christian Bale and he'll come back and be weird. Like he, he, listen, he's weird in just about everything he's in. He's just a weird dude, but he's great at it. And so I don't think that he's a, he has to be a one and done here. So I wish that they would have at least left that door open. Yeah. Right. So I was disappointed by that. I don't know what to make, I guess, of the, okay, Thor is now a dad with, Gore's daughter or it's eternity I I don't know I don't know I don't even know how I like feel about that dynamic like do I want Thor running around with with a kid I don't know that's easy no I don't know no Riley says no 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 I, I don't know I kind of like the ending I'll be honest yeah I kind of did love it it was like why we have these guests right, right. let's go <laughs> uh, soul you're gone yeah well we'll see <laughs> Keep uh, rolling. Love yeah, it. my initial thought was like, I thought it was cool how basically, like, it goes through even in the beginning of the movie, like, Thor's had everything taken away from him. His dad, Good his call. brother, like, three yep. times. Yep. Like, basically, his throne, everything has been taken away from him. And then he loses, like, the love of his life. And each time that something's been, like, taken away from him until until Jane, he's, like, responded in, like, anger and vengeance and whatever. Mm-hmm. And this time he's finally, like, okay, I'll take this person that essentially killed like this girl and I'll take his daughter and take care of her. And so I think like from a character development standpoint, I like this take. Yeah. I think it's a really cool, like we actually see Thor kind of at peace with like this and this is what she wanted. Mm. And then also the fact that he ends up back with Mjolnir is amazing. Like I love that Mm. in the last scene, like seeing him back with the hammer, I'm like, this is everything I've wanted. Um, I love that. Yeah. So I thought I actually enjoyed the That's ending. That's a great take. I don't know what they're gonna do, nor do I know. Like she's definitely gonna be overpowered, one hundred percent. Like that's just how they do it. But that's also she can just, wield Stormbreaker, so she's yeah, got that going for her. That's and like I don't want another like Captain Marvel situation though, where sure. she's like way too overpowered and sure. it doesn't quite make sense. Yep. But then there's another thing that I griped with that I was like trying to figure out during the movie. I'm like. I talked to Riley a little bit about this, but where did the tent come from in the Shadow Realm? That they were just, like, somehow appeared in this, like, mm-hmm. tent. And it was, like, very small. Like, you could see the whole planet. No, it made no sense. Right All of a sudden, it. they were in a tent. Like, they were not, and yeah. then they were. It was no. just a... It just appeared. What? what? Yeah. You're, what? And even, like, the little thing I noticed. I noticed this in my first showing. I don't know if anyone else noticed this. 
but the continuity of the Bifrost, like he locked the Stormbreaker in, yep. and then it was like the Bifrost was very like small, and then all of a sudden it was like almost filled up, and then it was back to small, mm. like just back and forth. And that's just like the little things. Like Ooh, you guys had a, pick on your a giant budget, yep. And you like yeah. it's not that hard. Like that's right. clearly all effects. Like you right. don't have to. So yeah, and it's just the it. editing piece, right? Mm-hmm. After you've got all the footage, and you're trying to whittle it down to what you want the movie to be. It's like. Yeah. Shouldn't somebody that's getting paid that money, <laughs> right? Pick that one out, yeah. or even like here, here's what's here's what's crazy to me. Okay, fans like you, like us, we can find things like that. Pull a random fan in and be like, "Here's the deal: you can't say anything about what you're about to see, okay? But we need you to watch it, have your head explode, and then watch it again, and let us know if you're going." you know any right. any little things like that right you don't have to pay that fan very much it's like frankly it's just the privilege of i would do it for free if they're like hey you get to watch the thor movie you get to be a part of the process okay i'm in right. like that's that's payment enough right point of that i know that's not a realistic ask but the point of that is if the folks getting paid the hundreds of thousands of the millions of dollars to do this professionally how, how are you missing that that's again right. it comes back to that this just feels Half baked in some yeah. spots, and I just have a hard time with that. That's tough. Yeah, that's really tough. Like get tight on the details, because mm-hmm. I think that's what when Marvel has been excellent, that's what it's done so well. It's been so dialed in with those details, and even like little things they tie yes. in, like the first Avengers movie to like Endgame. Like there's tie-ins. It's like an eight-year difference, right? Or whatever, and it's right. Like, they do so well with little things. It's like yep. you can't miss. You can't miss after you set such a high standard for yourself. Correct. Correct. And I even think of, like, in the TV shows, like, WandaVision. And I know we have different perspectives on WandaVision for how much we enjoyed it. But there were some really quality tie-ins in the continuity with WandaVision from the movies Mm -hmm. that was really strong. And that fleshed out that character so well, right? Um, I just don't feel like Thor had a chance to to grow much until hearing what you said about the end. It's like, all right, all right, that's, I like that. I like that. Kind of coming full circle yeah. with his with his searching. I think part of what, what I was having a hard time getting past is I was really expecting, here we come, expectations, I was expecting Gore to bring Thor to this point of unworthiness, right, where he's just brought fairly low. But then I thought, well, maybe they just did that in Endgame, and they're trying to look at this solo movie and say, can we really do that again? We're bringing Thor down, only yeah. to bring him back up. And even in maybe. The, first, the first Thor movie started like that, too. Yes, which is, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Where he couldn't lift up the hammer anymore. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that well has been uh, dipped into a few too many times. Yeah, I will say one more gripe that I have is that, okay, they said, because the Guardians left to go handle all the other places where gods died, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, you couldn't let us see him kill at least four of them? We really needed to. <laughs> we really needed to. You need to show Gore just laying gods to waste. One head rolled. I mean, that happened at least, but... Let him kill a bunch of people. Can you imagine that long god? He just shreds through him in like a minute. I would have... 
again, I don't enjoy the violence, but I would have enjoyed seeing just the sheer power of that character on display. That would have been outstanding. It would have been, it would have been fantastic because it would have established his dominance, how powerful this guy actually is. Right. Um, show him cut off. Show him cutting off Sif's arm. Like if that's right. thing. She's in the movie. Like you've got Jamie Alexander in the movie. Somehow it's like she's yeah. which good she, pull. She's just I'm making cameos she's left and right. Like in the Loki show. Right. Now in this movie, it's like good grief. If she's willing, she's gonna lose the arm. Show it. Yeah. Right. Show it. Right. Yeah. Because it adds depth and it adds like oh this guy is capable of killing anyone here. And anyone could die at any point in time. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't get it. What'd you think of Gore's origin? Actually, I loved it. So did I. I, I felt yeah. like I was like, so did I. This is almost right out of the comic. Yes. This is perfect. It was really strong. Yeah, the one line when he's like, This is my vow, all gods will die. And I'm like, Holy crap. This, right? This set the tone. And right? Then, and then you're back with Thor, obviously, <laughs> like, in the Muppets. So. Thor and the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk about a tone reversal. That right. is the quickest tone reversal because I saw that and I'm like, This movie is about to be epic. Right. No, my yeah. expectations, which were high, just that much higher. Yeah, right. Oh, they're showing Gore's origin right at the beginning. Great. Yeah. And, it, and I thought they crushed it. Like the arrogance of. His planet's god to just be totally dismissive of Gore's plight. And Gore's like, oh, you're dead. Right. <laughs> like, that was awesome. That was yeah. so awesome. They couldn't have done that any better. Oh, man, just I wish it would have kept that level moving yeah. forward. I wish they would have killed somebody like, yes. throughout the movie. Like yes. they had so many like teases where it's like, oh, Korg died. It's like, oh, Zeus died. Valkyrie got stabbed in the back. Gore got stabbed in the back. It's like Nobody's gonna die until the exact, like the very end, and it's like yep. that was the reason yep. that like Thor killed Zeus, killed Zeus, which is a whole different story, obviously. There you go. But it's yep. just like I another just question we have to be, ask. Yeah, some some sort of death, you know, like it just yeah. seems like that could have been a tone switch that they missed the opportunity on. No doubt, there was no real gravity. Like it was there mm. for a, a brief second when Korg gets disintegrated by yeah. Zeus. It's like, oh, that's unexpected and really grim because it's been so goofy up to that point like we just saw a freaking dumpling god which was the yeah. low point for me but cord gets toasted by zeus and at that point i'm like oh yeah. oh boy okay it's this is when it gets serious and then 30 seconds later nope his face right his face there. is still alive yeah how i don't know it was still pretty <sighs> epic though when he grabbed the lightning bolt and slung it right back like that was nuts. That was well done. That was awesome. Yep. I did, yeah, because we definitely did not call it here that it would have been Thor killing Zeus. Jeez. We did not call that one. Jeez. So, but. Well, the movie saved you at the end then for not calling that right. one. Right. <laughs> but I, I was calling Gore killing Zeus all the way. I was, same. I was putting high dollars on that bet. I called it in the chest. Yeah. I just called, mm. I didn't expect it to be with his own lightning bolt in the front by mm. Thor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Should we talk about the end credit scenes? Let's do. Let's do. I think it's that time. Because to kind of go off what Saul is saying, there's no gravity with the deaths. And now Zeus is alive. Which, on the one hand, I enjoy the Russell Crowe Zeus, right? And kind of like with Valkyrie. I don't want her to die. Like, I don't want her to get killed by mm. Gore. But you're absolutely right. Someone should have been killed. Someone should have died. There needed to be some gravity. It was never there. So I don't know how I feel about the mechanics, so to speak, of Zeus being alive. Like, that doesn't feel possible. Like, if he can't get right. killed by his own friggin' lightning bolt through his chest, okay. 
I don't know what the rules are anymore. <laughs> like that's that's just outrageous. So there he is. He lives, and then Hercules shows up. How do we feel about this? It was not Henry Cavill. I said you guys set my expectations way too high when you said Henry Cavill uh, was probably going to be Hercules. Uh, said it was a guy I've never seen in my life. Never seen that guy no, in my life. Yeah. Apparently, he is in... Uh, Ted Lasso. Yes, there yeah. it is. Okay. But apparently, Kevin Feige picked him himself for the role. So, so TBD. I will say, um, Zeus and that premise, that scene actually is kind of badass. Where he's like, you know, mm. these people have been making fun of the gods for too long. It's time we show, put them in their place. I was like, okay, this is badass. This sets the tone. Sure, Let's see sure. what they do with it. I don't have faith right now, but... But you're down with that time. Right, yeah. right. So. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Saul? My worry is that they're just going to drop it. I feel like mm-hmm. Marvel and end credit scenes and movies that don't like do as well as they thought they were going to, they just kind of drop it and move on. Yep. And similar with like Eternals, like are we ever going to see Harry Styles again in an Eternals movie? Like... Terrific question. Yeah, so Hopefully. it's just like in Adam Warlock. Is that in Guardians of the Galaxy? Right, or yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy movie. That's yeah. been a while since so, that yeah, was Yeah, we haven't seen him. So it's like, right. well, are you actually going to bring this guy back? And what I've heard is like he's got a really strong fan base, but I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I don't know you. I don't right. know what you've right. acted in. Like, just will be interesting. Adam Warlock will be coming, though. Guardians 3. That's confirmed with the casting, so... We'll see how that goes. But I was actually more interested in the second end credit scene. Okay. Because there's a lot of potential with that. Bringing back Heimdall, Jane going to Valhalla. Yep. So, to me, anything's back on the table if they're bringing Valhalla into this. They can bring back original timeline Loki. Sure. If they really wanted to. Sure. Like, there's just... I don't know what they would do, but they have that potential to be like, okay, all these people from Thor died. We can kind of handpick who we want to bring back and involve. Mm-hmm. And maybe give them a last hurrah or whatever they want to do. I don't know. but Yeah, there's a couple ways they can go, go with it. and I, There's two particular ways that I think that second end credit scene can be received or interpreted, right? The first would be the way that you're saying, which is, hey, everybody could come back or is coming back. Or it could just be... A, hey, they're just showing us this is where Jane Foster ended up. Like, kind of a happy ending, so to speak, for her character. She's in Valhalla. She didn't just die and go into the ether, right? Right. Uh, She's in a better place. Um, And I would prefer that. Like, I, my least favorite thing about comics is that no one stays dead. And so, like we were just talking about with, in this individual movie, Okay, Valkyrie's not actually going to die, you guys. Korg's not actually dead. Zeus is not actually dead. That's such a comics thing to like kill people and then very in a very short amount of time later bring them back. Right. It's like I don't want them to do that with Iron Man, right? Like what they did with that character throughout those movies and the finale that he had in Endgame. Don't touch that. Like don't mess with that. So I really hope they're not going to use it as an avenue to bring certain individuals yeah. back. Yeah. And I don't think they need to. But that's where I'm at. I would say, I thought it was similar to you where it's like, I just think they did it so the audience could be at peace with sure. Jane having fought cancer and then yep. dying, which I think was kind of their goal with the whole movie. like, 
there's probably 10% of people that see that movie are like go as hard and like care as much as we do. And so it's like, right. so right. the people that aren't like really big Marvel <laughs> fans or like just want to see a good movie, like they probably walked out of this like, that was a really good, funny movie. Right. Like they right. got told in the beginning everything they knew yep. about Thor. Yeah. It's like that just kind of what it seemed like their goal was to like please the average sure. movie viewer. And I sure. think the end credit scene was a way to be like, well, she's, she deserved. She got what she deserved. No, like she fought okay. cancer. Yeah, right. she's great. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hope they. I hope they follow up with that that tone of Zeus and Hercules. Like I'm, I'm all for that. Like let's go. Let's drop another big dude with with some serious pop into the mix. Yeah. I think that's that's absolutely great. Um, I do wish. I think my last complaint or beef is like stop killing off these freaking Thor villains. Like, Malekith should be a great villain. I don't like the direction they went with him in Dark World, but he you don't need to kill that guy off. You don't need to kill right. Gore off. Like, Hela. You don't need to kill Hela off. Like, let the villains... Let them hang around. What are we, what are we doing killing them off so quickly? Yeah. I don't know. That's always been my beef with Marvel movies. I feel like there's so many villains that they just kill off, and it's like, leave them on the table. Like, mm. Vulture being, being still around was, mm. like, awesome. Yeah. I mean, yep. have they done anything with it yet? No, no, they just brought him over to Morbius. But that's, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But my point is, the ones that do stick around, it's kind of nice. Like, we're finally yeah. getting Abomination back. Like, you didn't take him mm. off the table, thank God. He's a he's a cool brawler along with Hulk. Like, right. who else is Hulk going to mono-e-mono? So, it's, yeah. No, they, they struggle with that. I wish they would keep some on the board. Yeah. Cool. All right, anything else we want to hit on? With Thor. I think that's it for me yeah. anyways. Here's my last question with Thor. Do we want to see another Thor solo movie down the road? I will always say yes to that question. Great answer. Yeah. Great answer. <laughs> yes, but like I said, I almost want a different director. I think... To- I just think there needs to be some balance, right? right. I think Tyke is a good fit. I think he's a creative guy. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, and I think this happens sometimes, like a director unexpectedly, at least to our outside perspective kind of crushes it. And so then the individuals above him pulled back a little too far on some of the reins, mm. like pull some of the boundaries that like kind of widen the boundaries and go, okay, well you can, you can play in a little bit of a bigger, bigger playground here. And I think right. they went too far there. Like, cause I think Tyke is just a naturally very goofy dude. Right. And that's fine. That can fit really well with Thor. But I just think those boundaries need to be a little bit tighter where it's like, hey, we, we got to stay in this lane. Like, we don't need a freaking dumpling god. It's like, that's too far. Like, when that happens, like, come on. Yeah. Like, we're not watching Adult Swim. Like, this is not a cartoon. Like, <laughs> can it please stay in the lane? That's where it felt like it went into a ditch briefly. Um, so I'm okay with Taika. I'm not quite off, off the Taika. I just want to see him corralled a little bit. Yeah. James Gunn, I think, is really similar with the Guardians movies. Like he's another just unique character where he needs some boundaries. Where it's like, yeah, it's a little, little too weird there, Jim. That's that's a bit odd. We're gonna we're gonna pull that one back a bit. I know. I've always I've said this before on the podcast too. For Thor, I just always kind of wanted hit that character to be the Lord of the Rings esque part of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of want that Peter Jackson esque director where it's like. Okay, this is going to be an epic. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Lord of the Rings obviously has its funny moments, 
but it also has absolutely it's serious like it, it it's serious when it needs to be serious yeah yeah i think they're worried about movies one and two kind of repeating themselves because those yeah. were not, not yeah, right. great movies and i think they're oversteering by yep and everyone loved taika so like oh let's just exactly everything to taika exactly but that was i don't think the best move yeah there needs to be a middle between those yeah yeah so they've still got a lot of i think quality pieces to work with moving forward and listen as long as chris is willing to keep picking mjolnir up i'll keep seeing the movies this one yep. wasn't um, isn't ever going to be one of my favorites, but I am looking forward to watching it again, just with a more realistic set of expectations. I think I'll, I think I'll enjoy it. And I kind of had to like chastise myself because I've said on this podcast, like, hey, you should not expect the movies to match the comics, nor should you want them to be that. And yet here I am, like, the heck, like this isn't how gore is supposed to be. <laughs> total hypocrite, total hypocrite. So I have to look at myself in the mirror and be like, hey, I need to let these authors or directors of these movies do their own take, right? right? I need to be willing to detach from the books. And I think if I do that, so this is a good opportunity for me to grow, good lesson for me. I think I can enjoy some of these movies more going forward, not expecting them to be just like the comics because they never have been really. Like Civil War, the movie, very different from Civil War, the comic, very right. different. Um, we go all through the line. Like there's threads of similar, like there's enough similarities of who the characters are, but as far as how the stories play out, the stories are so different in the comics than they are in the movies. And that's great. Like really a one for one adaptation of the comic book that loses its interest pretty quick. Cause now you're not really being surprised. So I need to open myself up a little bit there I just the only thing I ask for the next Thor movie is I want to be scared of Thor again. Like when Thor comes yeah. on, I I want to be like, oh shit's going down now, right? Yeah. Because here comes the big guy. That was the Hulk for a little while in Avengers, mm -hmm. and now that's gone. And but Thor was still up there, where it's like, oh, they're dropping in Thor. Yep. Like that's yep. that's all I ask. End of Infinity War when he comes in. He's yes. like, oh, you guys are dead. Yes. Right. Yeah, that right. Was, that, yes. was that was an awesome. epic that was entrance. I'm like, oh, 100%. it's about to go. Yeah. Or even yeah. The, the tail end of Ragnarok, right? Yeah, when he Where Odin, like, somehow from the depths gives him the little pep talk of, are you the god of hammers? Yeah. And he's like, whoop, whoop, nope, nope, god of thunder. <laughs> and he, there's that awesome shot of him jumping in a, the undead army with the lightning. Like, yeah. That's great. That's sweet. That's great. And we just So that's a good call. We didn't have that in this Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think we can get back there. I, I don't think it's a, a lost cause. I think this was a in some ways a swing and a miss, but I think there's enough quality here. You can get back to it. You can get back to it. They're yeah. all right. They're all right. Okay. Hey, good Thor talk. Way to go. Yeah. Saul, so are you going to see it a fourth time? I, on, I literally, <laughs> I probably will. I'm not yes. going to lie. <laughs> My it. expectations are Do different it. now, and now I'm more understanding. And I so love I it. I feel like I'll enjoy it the fourth time yeah. more than I did I love it the first, second, and third time <laughs> I love your persistency admire you for that that's fantastic I'll see it as many times as it takes for it to be a nine. eighth time like, yeah. guys it was great it was great <laughs> ninth time this was the one <laughs> you just have to watch this movie twelve times yeah. twelve times it's not <laughs> that's outstanding alright good Thor talk let's transition into a, another top five topic. So today's top five topic, our top five 
character portrayals in the movies that we believe, hey, this this can't be topped, right? Now, doesn't mean that it cannot, it's sacred, it shouldn't be touched, right? We're going to, this is just the, the nature of these movies, we're going to see multiple uh, multiple versions of these characters show up, and that's okay. But what we're saying is, doesn't matter who, who you're bringing in next, what's been done can't be bested in terms of how this character has been portrayed. Um, so any, any other context you guys want to throw in there? Does I, that feel feel good to you? Um, as usual, well, as, and by usual, by the one other time we've done this. <laughs> um, We're two for two. Five to one, right? Yep. Okay. Do yep. you want to go same order every time? Or do you want to go... Absolutely. Boom. Okay. So... Actually, we'll, no, I'm going to change my answer immediately. Immediately. Saul's going to go first. You're going to go second. I'm going to go third. But then I'm going to go immediately after. So we're going to go boom, Kind of boom. snake it. Yep. Okay. So yeah. I will always be in the middle. I like that. You're always in the middle. So, well, so why don't you kick us off? So we're going our last... We're going yep. five to one. Okay. Because we want to build up the suspense for number one. Okay. I didn't, I didn't organize mine, but I'm going to go off That's of okay. Mine, go mine off is, the cuff. Yeah. Okay. That works. That's yes. great. Okay. Uh, Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier. It's excellent. Okay. It's excellent. Yeah. Why don't you think that one can be topped? Uh, well, I guess we don't really know anything different, so it's that's fair. But it's like I don't. It, my like thought process was like, if I don't really want to see another person like that, that's probably a sign that they're on mm. that one. It's like yeah. if I saw some other old man trying right. to be in the wheelchair, right? Charles Xavier would be like, this just doesn't feel right. And right. that was kind of my thought process. I think the young, the guy that played the younger Charles yep. Xavier did really well. Yep. Um, but yeah. I, let's I mean, see, who was that? James McAvoy? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He, I thought he did really well, but I think like I don't, I don't know that I really want to see another person in the wheelchair. Do the old? Than, yep. Yeah. Well, it's almost synonymous too. Like when you think of Professor X, you think of Patrick Stewart. He could not mm-hmm. look more like Professor. No, it's Xavier. like a perfect casting. It's absurd. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love that. All right, Riles. Okay. Now I'm gonna get a little specific, but I have Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker, not Spider Man. Mm. Peter Parker. Specifically, Peter I like Parker. That. I don't think anyone can nail like the perfect awkwardness of mm. Peter Parker, mm-hmm. like Toby yeah. can. Like he's just he's that geek, but you know yeah. he still gets the ladies. But and just the entire process of his mind of going between responsibility and having to balance that mantle of being Spider-Man and the sacrifices that that has to take throughout that entire thing and just his journey yeah. as a character. Yeah, I. Honestly, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker is. I don't think we've we haven't had a better Peter Parker yet. So that's that's my number five. That's a great pick. That's great. None of the Spider Men even came up in my mind, but I love that pull on your part, and I love how precise it is with Peter Parker, in particular. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, my number five is also Professor Xavier, old Patty Come Stewart. On. Yeah, Come yeah. On. Let's go. Um, I totally agree. I think when someone says Professor Xavier, that is who I picture in my mind. Um, And that's just, at some point, perhaps soon, right? Marvel's going to start sprinkling in the mutants. So we'll get some X-Men characters. So we'll get a version of Professor Xavier. Um, But that's just going to be so impossible to do better than what Patrick Stewart brought. And over a pretty impressive stretch of time, too. Like, he was great... In the original X-Men movies, 
They put him in in Days of Future Past. He's still bringing it. Um, he's in Logan, and he's a very like broken version of his character. Yeah. But somehow he still like has that potency where you still believe like this dude. This dude has an unbelievable, powerful mind right. and, and ability. Multiverse of madness. Too. Oh, that's yeah. right. Right. Yeah, that was that was gold. So love that. Love that choice. All right. My number four, Captain America. I think what Chris Evans has done is pretty dang good. I'm sure there could be someone a while from now that tries to do do one better. But I just see Chris Evans, and I it's kind of the same Professor Xavier thing. It's like, that's freaking Captain America right there. Can't get it out of my mind. And I think it's difficult to play that character and have him not just be a cheesy turd where it's like, come on, you can't you can't possibly believe what you just said. No one's that pure, <laughs> right? Like, no one really means that. Um, but he was able to do it in a really genuine, genuine way. And then as the character progressed in those movies, the depth that was added there with... It just felt like he was conflicted more often than not. Um, it didn't feel like a departure. Like, we didn't get, like, a dark Captain America. We got a Captain America that maybe thought a little bit more about okay. what he was doing. I thought that was pretty cool. So that's my number four. Okay. So my number four pick okay, is my only non-superhero pick. Ooh. And it's a pop culture pick. Ooh. Um, and it's Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wow. No one will that ever is. be Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Not in this lifetime. Not in any other lifetime. Never. No multiverse. Nope. Nope. Nothing. It's Ewan. It's Ewan and Obi-Wan. He brought... He refreshed and brought a history to an already established character. Made it better. He was the entire highlight of the prequels. He made the prequels happen, ladies and gentlemen. And then to show his depth in the show and come back and kill it like he did... He's Obi-Wan Kenobi till the day I die. Nobody's beating him. Nobody's beating him. Love it. And that's number four, guys. Love it. He should have been higher. Sometimes I think he should have been higher. You're fine. It's fine. You're fine. good. My three picks are great. Nah, you're... (laughs) (laughs) You're upset with yourself. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I would have never guessed that. Yeah, I was just out of the... That's great. Pulling it out. Yeah. All right, Saul, what do you got? I think Tom Hiddleston's Loki would be my number Ooh. four. I thought that's clutch. He does a really good job, and it's one of those where it's like I don't think anyone else can do it in the way yeah. that he does. Like he just has a, a goofy, like creepy smile, and mm-hmm. the way that he just goes back and forth. Like, are you a protagonist or an antagonist? And just <laughs> the relationship between him and Chris Hemsworth. I think no one can do it better than, than yeah. he's done it. So that would be that'd be my number four. I missed that in this Thor movie. Like I missed mm-hmm. the I missed the. I, the absence of Loki, I I felt that. Right. It's like there didn't seem to be the... He's always been such a balance point for that Thor character. And it maybe part of the imbalance was there's just no Loki, right? To, right. to bring him back a little bit. I would say, I feel like even like a, some sort of pep talk or some like right? sort of conversation with Loki would have been... Some kind of flashback, right? right? Like some little like, oh. piece would have been oh. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, No question. Four. I love that pick. And I'm going number three now. Too. Do it. Okay. You are. You are. Uh, I'm assuming we all have this, but I'm not entirely sure. 
Heath Ledger's Joker. Really good. I know. Really good. I don't have that one on my list. Oh, really? No. Riley no, we'll like find out. We'll find out with Miles. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, but that, I agree, though. That's, say, that's a great pick. That's been done many times, and no one's done it as well as no. Heath Ledger, in my yeah. opinion. So yeah. yeah, that's it's going to be done again. Mm-hmm. Multiple, It'll always be done again. multiple yeah, times, right. but I don't. I can't even imagine how someone can do it better. I can imagine someone trying to do the same thing. And doing it well to the point where it's like, hey, that's really good. But he was just so doggone, like, sinister. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Just perfect. Like, yeah. the scene where he's, where Batman is just beating the living daylights out of him. And he's laughing. He's like, right. you have nothing to do with all your strength. Like, yeah. that is such a great line and such a great, just encapsulation of the character. He's not supposed to be the physical equal. Of Batman, he is supposed to be able to best Batman in spite of the yeah. gap of physical ability. It's Which just is, incredible. Yeah, and it's interesting because even like looking past that movie, I think they knew that no one was going to do it as well. Because yes. each of the Jokers after that have been like, "Oh, we're going to take a new take on Joker." Like we're not even going to go this. Not same even trying. Yeah. yeah. Until yeah. the scene with this one now is sure. coming, where there it seems like they're kind of going to go a similar direction. Yeah. But Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Yep. Love that pick. All right, Riles. Who's your third? Number three, I have Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Ooh, um, him, just think about, just think about X Men First Class and the way that Xavier and uh, Eric's relationship was like built and mm-hmm. like torn apart. Mm-hmm. Just you feel the like the oomph whenever he steps on screen. Like you're like, oh, he's gonna get shit done. This yeah. is what we missed yep. in Thor. Okay, Magneto. <laughs> when Michael Fassbender showed up, you're like, oh, and it comes from a place where it makes sense that he thinks the way that he thinks. Like you get to see the background with. In, He's really well developed right. in those movies. It's beautifully really done. Really well developed. And just Michael Fassbender's a brilliant actor. Yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect casting choice. Yeah. It's a great so. pick. Love that. All right. Staying in the X Men theme. For me, it's Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Like, Wolverine's going to get reimagined at some point. And fortunately, I don't think it will be Hugh. I say fortunately just for his own sake. It's like, you've done your part. Like, go rest in Valhalla, right? Like, you're good, man. Go hang out with Heimdall and Jane Foster. Um, He, man, he is so physically tenacious. Like, it's, it's outrageous. It's outrageous how just powerful he is every time he's in one of those movies and he's in some bad movies like the x-men wolverine origins movie is objectively a bad movie he's great in that movie he's really good like i'll still watch it for him because his scenes are so dang good yeah um and that's pretty unique where you can be in a poor movie and still just be crushed and it's like this guy's awesome he's fantastic um i still think my favorite Wolverine movie is probably X-Men 2 that's just Mm -hmm. he has some phenomenal fight scenes in that movie where he's tearing through the the soldiers that have busted into the mansion that scene is fantastic just laying waste to them so cool there's a scene where like jumps from the balcony with the claws takes guys down and then sheaths them and puts puts the hands back down it's like alright let's go yeah 
just laid low. <laughs> just laid low. I can't. I can't. It's just incredible. Just incredible. So bless you, Hugh. You do you. You're incredible. My number two is old Bob Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I can't imagine anybody else as Tony Stark. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, weirdly, like, the only other actor that comes to mind that could have a similar persona would be Sam Rockwell, who played, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Hammer in the Iron Man 2 movie. Like, he's got a, a similar, like, personality yeah. where he's able to, like, speak pretty quickly, like, just quip. Uh, but Robert Downey Jr. is incredible as Tony Stark. Just absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, and I, man, so doggone good and so foundational to what the Marvel movies were that I, I just, I want nothing other than him as Iron Man. And I hope they don't bring him back. Hope they just let it, let it be. I don't think they could possibly do it better than what yeah. it's already been done. It's, it's perfect. It's perfect. That's my two. That's my two. Riles? My number two is uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Um, him burning the money for the shit of it mm-hmm. is oh so funny to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Screw the government. I mean, <laughs> we love you. No taxes. No yeah. taxes. So, but yeah, we already went into his greatness. So, yeah. Number two. Uh, mine was also RDJ yes. as Iron Man. I would have been, been excited to see Tom Cruise as like Supreme <laughs> Iron Man in yes. Multiverse. That was rumored, but. Right. Right. Didn't happen, which right. is okay. I, but I, he'll never be anyone else in my mind. Like yeah. that's just how it yeah. is. Like they can take different takes on him. They can do whatever. I have a female Iron Man, which seems like that's probably going to happen. Sure, kind of sure. Soon. We'll see. Um, but anyways, my number one, which I don't think you guys will have guessed, Ooh. Uh, J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson. Come on, yeah. that's great. Yeah, J. Jonah. Yeah. You're not wrong. That no, is not, not a pick. wrong. Not a pick that I thought I'd hear tonight. Wow! So congrats oh, to you. That's great. Oh, you that's can't do great. it better. He's he's never even. Yeah, it's amazing. You're making me want to watch Spider-Man Two and all of his scenes like right now. Oh my he's gosh! So dang good. He kills it. It's he's amazing. So dang good. No one can do it better than him. Where he 100%. just laughs and he's like, "Wait, yeah. you're serious?" <laughs> yes. It's like a meme. It's amazing. There's so many memes. Yeah. He just kills it in every movie. And he's, oh. I call yeah. him Doctor Octopus. And you know what? Call call him Doctor Octopus. I came up with that myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That's outstanding. Love that pick. Yeah. Great, great number one that I didn't see coming either. That's great. All right, Riles. Okay. Number I, one. Yeah. My number one pick is Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Come on. Mm-hmm. Hands down. There, you know, this list, I was going through these lists, and there was very few people where I'm like, okay, they're going to get recast, and I'll probably be okay with that recasting. I think this is the only one where I'm like, besides maybe Ewan, being replaced as Obi Wan, mm-hmm. if that ever happens, which it shouldn't. But if Robert, it just won't feel the same. Like it does not matter. Like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. That was my childhood. Whole reason I got into well, half the reason I got into Marvel the way I did. So yes, Iron Man will never be Robert Downey Jr. will never be topped. I don't can't think be ever. beat. No, can't be beat. Well, for me, it's it's Christian Bale's Batman, Bruce Wayne. And I don't say that to say, hey, don't give me more versions of Batman. I loved Robert Pattinson in the Batman movie. It was great. 
So part of this may just be nostalgia based, but Batman Begins came out in 2005, Dark Knight in 08, and then Dark Knight Rises in 2012. So would have been late teens, early 20s for me. And that, that for me is always going to be the paradigm of who Bruce Wayne in particular is. Um, there's going to be different versions of Batmans that I'm going to continue to enjoy. But Bale is so dang good as Bruce Wayne, as embodying the just the anguish that he continues to feel, but having the ability to put on not just the Batman mask, but the Bruce Wayne mask and pull that off with such impact and effect is great. Um, I love the character development that took place for him in those three movies. That was outstanding from start to finish. That was so rich. Um, And I liked, I really enjoyed the uniqueness of the take on the character in those three movies where there was a genuine end to Batman, right? Like they're trying, they're trying to be realistic, as realistic as you can be with Batman in the real world. But they're saying, hey, if we're really going to lean that direction, this dude's not going to be Batman for two, three decades. He's going to do it for a relatively brief period of time. And this made a lot of sense to me when they did it too. It's like he also has to like win, right? Like it can't be the re- the typical recurring superheroes like, oh, another villain, another villain. Like have either of you guys seen the Lego Batman movie? You still haven't, right? It's amazing. Have you seen? Yes. It's, it's one of the best. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. One of the funniest parts in that movie is when they've just named Barbara Gordon as the new mayor of Gotham City. Yeah. And she is telling all the citizens of Gotham, listen, we need to not need Batman. And she's like recapping the last decades of how Batman hasn't actually made anything better because all these villains right. like keep, keep coming, coming up. Gotham, and so yeah. she's like running through the list of all these <laughs> villains that keep escaping from prison and Batman has to put back in prison. Yeah. And there's like this background voice of a character that goes, oh, that, she's making a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, there's, there's a genuine uh. absurdity to, wait a minute, if Batman is effective, why... Why isn't he actually making progress? So I liked, to bring it all back to where I'm going with this portrayal of Batman, I like that there is this, hey, there's a genuine win here, right? Mm-hmm. He gets to the end, he's beaten the villains, and Gotham City is better off for it. It's not just a, and now the next villain and the next villain. I thought that was right. a pretty cool, bold take. Because that's certainly not where we're leaning now in the Marvel movies, where it's like everybody's alive all the time. So yeah. I love that. So there you go. There's my number one. Fellas, that's a really hearty pod. And apparently I've got children crying, so that, that might be my cue to, to vamos. I feel like I have to address real quick. I did not have Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool on there. I feel I like I should have. I, I feel like I should have. Wow. You know what? I completely forgot. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> and then we got to, dude, I got to number three. You're and like, I'm like, Ryan, what am I doing? So Listen, these are celebrities that you're going to hang out with, too. Right. Right, in your defense, I stumped him twice. Your picks were great. Your picks <laughs> right. were still great. But I think, I think we just need more. Okay, yeah. that's going to be my excuse. Yeah. We need more. more. Yeah. We've only had two movies. I love you, Ryan. Please don't hate me. He so won't. he'll still hang out with you. That's where we're at. Um, we're wrapping it. I'm we're assuming. wrapping it. Let's okay. wrap it. So on that note, thank you, Saul, for being here. Yeah, yes, thank for, you, Saul. Thanks for having me. Wow. This is great. I hope Incredible. you had fun. Um, yes, and then we are on. All the oh, media. Yeah, All we the are medias. streaming on everything. We're on YouTube, and we are on TikTok, Magic Beans Productions. And then, yes, if you like hearing me 
I have cloudy with a chance of beans. It's not the most appropriate, but I'm there. So, and that's where we'll end that. Don't bring your kids. On another note, Godspeed. Peace.